world. Oh, we're in Estevar to dig. Ah, Sean, I've been practicing this in secondary school. <laughs> oh, my bad, my it. bad. I got so excited. I got so excited. Go ahead, go ahead. I was hoping my career as an advert voiceover was coming to life. But to the point, we are going to Barcelona for Paddy's Day. They have changed the date of the marathon. So we now have the extra days leave. We have no excuses. PBs are there to be had from the 14th to the 17th of March, 2025. Myself and Sean are filling a bus. 56 people will be leaving Dublin Airport and heading to Barcelona. I am making a T-shirt for the trip. It's going to be Eric approved. I cannot guarantee the medals. That's where I draw the line. Prices are still the same, but we do need to book by June 7th. So if anyone is thinking about coming, has signed up and pre-registered, you need to book this week. And if you're listening this week, you have to put your money where your mouth is on this one because we cannot guarantee the prices after this weekend. Aer Lingus, if you're listening, fuck off. Don't change anything, but that is what we are doing. So the link to everything is in the bio. You'll be brought straight to the WeTransfer. If you're traveling with a supporter, if you're traveling on your own and willing to share, or if you just want your own room, we have every option available and it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Like Eric said, the link to that is in our Instagram bio at any given Runday podcast. With that said, it's this week's episode of the Any Given Runday podcast. Let's go. I got lost again today. Um, <laughs> well, on your on your way out of the toilet. On the way, yeah, I just got lost, uh, and I, I don't know how I did it. I, like one minute I was by the sea, and next minute I was like, I, I know my way down here. If I take a left here, take a right, I'll come back around the school, I'll be back to where I begin. So I went, took the right. I hadn't been on this road in years, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, this this hill's going up, this hill's going up, this hill's going up, and it was literally a two three kilometer incline. I have to check the elevation later. Because one minute I'm down literally sea level and next minute I'm looking across and I'm in the mountains. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my legs were in a hoop because I've been trying to avoid hills uh, uh, just to make hilly stuff like that because I just want to build back up my running. And I'm like, this is the last thing I knew. To <laughs> but here's the crazy thing about it. And I only realized this when I was talking to a client uh, yesterday morning um, on Zoom. She was saying that she built up her runs and she built back up a 10K and she was very happy with 10k and she said but i'm not a runner and i'm like i'm not a runner like you and i'm like i always say i'm not a runner and i was like but you've done marathons like i know but it took me a long long time to embrace running i wasn't and i've now i've talked about my marathon journey before in the podcast but it wasn't to the third one that i finished it that i realized i enjoy long runs and now i look forward to every sunday like i had a throwback album on today and and then a couple of different random songs. Because I got lost up in the mountains, it went back to different playlists, the random songs after the, al- the Jay-Z album had finished. And I, I came back into the village, and I swear to God, it's true. Like, you 2s beautiful day start playing. I know you're a bigger fan of them than I am. Oh, yeah. Playing, the sun was shining. I was coming in. I was like, I really enjoy this. I love long runs. I love running. And I, I, I it's, it's, it's only now, or like recently, where I just embraced the journey a lot more about running and getting my fitness back and build back up towards the marathon down the road. And I'm really enjoying it. And I think today's podcast episode, before we get into it, it is a lot about embracing your journey and, and going on from there. And you're starting your journey back up with your bike again. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you took that wrong turn on purpose because you're saying I was on the bike <laughs> for nearly two hours. Uh, yeah, back on the bike. Um, the bum is quite sore. Uh, an hour and 45 done. But uh, yeah, 
week one of the Ironman training program complete, which is nice. The run club has actually motivated me quite a lot. We're seeing more and more people posting long runs. One of the guys posted a 39 kilometer run there the that. other day. Yeah, it was Phenomenal. very impressive. So there is, but more importantly, there are some people doing their first long runs that they've done in months. And that yeah. is actually more impressive to me. I'm sorry, buddy. 39K is great, but uh, people getting their first long runs in, really, really impressive. But yeah, it's all about the journey. Some are starting, some are halfway through. And uh, it's just amazing to see. And then we're going to see that in this podcast today, Sean. Another one of my friends. Another one of your friends. And with that said, I, I just we're going to hit the intro music this week's episode of the Any Given Day podcast. Eric, you know why I'm good at maths? <laughs> no. I'm good at, I, well, 15, 20 <laughs> years ago, when I had a little bit of hair and the hair up this way, I, I actually did all those maths and all that's gone, but I'm still able to add. Yeah. Today, I haven't told you until we live record the podcast, you've got the guests lined up and the guests are here for the first time. Today's a very special episode of the podcast. Oh! This boy. is officially our 50th episode of the Any Given Monday podcast. Hey! hey! You so, love to see it. And over the last 49 episodes, we've established I don't have any friends, and Eric, you do, so you've got another guest on the podcast. Who do we have this week? <laughs> well, Sean, because you have no friends, you, it's because you spent all your time doing maths, Sean, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I do have another friend this week. So everyone knows on the Instagram, you always see people who are doing good things, bad things, uh, particularly during lockdown, we've seen a lot of people putting their stuff online. And this week, Sean... Another friend of mine from home. Um, I've seen. I've been watching her over the last. It sounds creepy, but we're all creeps now. Let's be honest. I've been watching her over the last uh, year or two, putting stuff up on Instagram, and I've been amazingly impressed by some of the videos she posts, encouraging people to join in and be active. And this week, Sean, I have Maria Hackett with me. Hi, Maria. How are you? Hi, Eric. Hi, Sean. How's it going? I'm good, thanks great to have you on so because sean has no friends i suppose i'll start the conversation because sean i know who you are um, i feel great about life right now <laughs> so maria why don't you tell them who you are how you get into fitness and what it is you do well eric as you know i met you through our mutual friend paddy which will be having yeah. great times growing up in that and um i basically got into we all have our problems team. We all have a problem. Paddy's Paddy one, of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> <out Paddy. laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I got into the fitness there probably about four or five years ago when I was just a little bit lost, didn't really know what I wanted to be doing with myself. Um, and as a kid, like I was always very active um, always did like athletics, gymnastics, tennis, swimming, loads and loads of activities. And then as I grew up and started at secondary school and things like that, you kind of get a bit like you get a bit nervous and a bit anxious about like everything that's going on with your life and all that stuff kind of came to a halt and so when I finished school didn't leave in certain all didn't really know what direction I wanted to head in and uh, yeah I was just a little bit lost I'd say for a few years tried a few different things and then I seen a course um, advertised online and it was just like a really simple you know sports fitness course in Colossi to Eden Finglas and uh, I decided I'll go and try one year of that and I kind of had been so anxious and down about myself for so long that I kind of it was such a big step to try and take and uh, it seems so simple people going to college all the time and doing things like that but even just uh, speaking in front of people and all that sort of stuff that was going to be enormous challenge for me so I started off there and the ball really rolled from then like I actually just didn't realize how much I was going to love it and uh, ended up doing two years there and 
one of the courses was like you're able to do your first class honours based in the University of Limerick, but I was able to stay up here in Dublin and do it um, in Fingus. So that was really convenient for me as well. So I graduated from there and uh, literally just bit the bullet and we started training then, you know, just started from there. So it is amazing, isn't it, though? And and particularly, obviously, you're a girl. Um, but when girls are growing up, when they, they're younger, younger, like we were involved in everything, Maria, and we were growing up. We were playing camogie. We were, I wasn't. You you could have been. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you're there. but you do all these sports and you're kicking ball with the guys on the floor. And then you go to secondary school. And for a girl, it is hard. I always felt taught myself in school. Being a girl in school would have been horrific because... Girls in school are horrific to each other. They don't encourage yeah. each other. They put each other down. And on top of that, then, like us all, you have to make these life decisions of, right, well, what do I want to do in life? I'm not playing all these sports and stuff. I'm not doing all that. It's it's a really, really hard thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm always amazed by it. And I know we do have some young listeners who listen in. And, and it's I'm just always advocating just be positive about to each other, like help each yeah, other absolutely. be better. You know, it's yeah, like, how did you find like that first day going into college, that nerves, like for anyone who does have that nerves, because so many of uh, Sean's clients in the past as well, so many of the girls I know, whenever they're first going to a gym or first going to this, they're intimidated. They don't really want to be there. You know, they're they're scared of everything. How did you find the courage, I suppose, to overcome that fear to to take that step? Well, for me, starting college was like, I felt like, I had hit almost like a rock bottom, you know, insecurity wise, not sure where I was going with myself. I was that little bit older. I was kind of in my mid twenties thereabouts. And I was kind of, when I was starting college, it was with a lot of kids that were coming straight out of secondary school. So I did feel even intimidated walking around with them because I was like, oh my God, I'm a little bit older here. I don't really know like how everyone acts and stuff. And I didn't have social media or anything back then. So I was really, really introverted really self-conscious um very nervous but at that like at the same time I was just at that stage where I was like I need to do something about this I'm just fed up feeling like this there's no point like you're not going to get anywhere if you just sit at home and feel like crap about yourself all the time you need to you actually have to get up and do something nobody else is going to do it for you you have to do it yourself so that's really what um what boosted me to do it you know and thank god I did so it really started off just kind of like doing little things every day that were scary for me so just like speaking in front of a class and um, you know when you had to do exams and someone would be like you know um, practical exams that would mean standing up and trying to teach your fellow students and I wouldn't really know anyone at that stage so it was a little bit nerve-wracking to say the least but um gradually over those two years that I was doing it like I did make friends it was a lovely group and uh, my confidence grew just like little by little so and um, I was really starting to enjoy it so that really made it a lot easier and it made me happy and I started to feel the benefits just from exercising in college in itself and not just like the physical changes or anything like that just more like mentally just feeling happier about myself having a little bit more of a routine having a purpose to get up having assignments to do all that sort of stuff and that like it sounds so basic but that they were all the key things that just um, I put my energy into I just put my energy into these things that I knew over time were going to benefit me. So that's really what I did. And as I did that, the the feeling and the rewards that you get mentally from that overcame all the fears and the, the anxiety that you would have had previously to that, you know? 
Yeah, and and you said it seems so small now, but now that we're surrounded by COVID, there are thousands of people out there right now that are having those feelings because they can't get themselves out of bed. They haven't got a routine. They're not exercising, yeah. starting to feel low in themselves. Um, I've noticed that at times in my life, we go back, Sean, you probably remember <laughs> Fat Eric time. Sean tried to get me to do a couple of stretches and I nearly took a knife to him. And that's 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 how bad things were for me at, at that point as well. And yeah. it is amazing that when you do actually just just stick at it and and give yourself a go and, and try and build a routine and, and exercise a little bit. The feeling after exercise, even though you feel like death, Let's be honest, when you first get into exercise, <laughs> that feeling of the accomplishment and that the 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 hormones released from exercise itself, it's it's absolutely an amazing yeah. feeling. Yeah, and the endorphins and it's you just really, really get into it, I suppose, and you, you that it, it almost becomes addictive. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely, definitely addictive. And for me as well, it kind of brought back all the 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 fun memories and things I had as a child being so active because we had so much um I lived out in the countryside so like I just literally had to make do with like the space that we had so like just like being outside all the time you know the way your ma would kick you out until it was 10 o'clock at night come back don't come home until it's dark basically stay outside <laughs> until, like, time for bed you know so um my mom just... still does that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was good um just to get that feeling back you know so I really fell in love with with training and really kind of just absorbing myself with the knowledge of like if I was doing one particular exercise it wasn't just like going through the motions I like to learn the technique every little detail that I could possibly get from it so that I was getting the best benefits out of it and that's really what I fell in love with is just just learning more and more and more anyone around me I would ask questions you know because when you start off as a trainer at the beginning you're a little bit like you're looking around you're you finished college you've got all these certs and then you're kind of like right where do I go from here and then you're kind of just left to your own devices so to have other trainers around me at the beginning and kind of just looking and observing and picking up little things and little tips and tricks. I just loved to look, absorb all that, uh, write all it down, practice it, preach it. And um, I was always very mobile as well. So for me, I looked like I knew that I was doing just because I was like stretching all the time and doing all the things. But really, like you, nobody never knows it all. You know, you're always there's always room to learn, there's always room to improve, there's always new information and new science-based facts coming out. So I always just enjoyed learning from people. You know, that's honestly what it was. There's nothing that I did that came from just me. Everything I got was from somebody else. Do you know what I mean? And that's really what what got me going as well. Did you like? I actually, I, I, I can relate to that a lot because like when I finished my leaving cert way back in the day, um, just by coincidence, we thought about the start, I was lost for two, three years, didn't know where I was going because like, like, like you're saying yourself, like I was kicked out playing tip to can, whatever it was, all, all hours a night. And yeah. I was, um, like I was playing soccer, I was in this, I was doing gang, all the rest. And all of a sudden you're 18, you finish leaving cert and it's just bang, it's just dropped. And there's no competition, there's no nothing. You don't know what you're doing with yourself. Did you just... Like, what was there a purpose into like your like when you seen that course of fitness that you fell into it and you fell into the gym and and that started to get it or was like the people you know that a community type thing or did that all come later like what what kind of snowballed first for you or was it just the gym and the exercises? Um, yeah, the people in the community kind of came later in the later. game. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
really what got me into it, like I said, was just a way of coping with my anxiety and a way of like keeping busy and just like I tried loads of little different things like working in offices, working in in shops and um I done like a makeup course back in 2010 and like yeah, that was great, but like the industry wasn't for me. I just I'm not that type of person. Like it was fun to do, but it just yeah, I just couldn't be really figure out what I wanted. And then when I did go into the fitness thing, um, it did just trigger a little thing in my head to think, you know what, I do like to always be back to I've always tried to do a little bit of training, but not really knew what I was doing. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this course, see how it goes. Like the worst thing that can happen is I get a bit educated in fitness and I don't yeah. use it as a job. And yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not a bad outcome if it was anyway. And you know, thankfully it didn't go that way. It 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 uh it only went up. So yeah, that's how it really started. And then the two types of um training that I would say I really fell in love with would be calisthenics and uh strength-based training so they're kind of similar also very different as well at the same time one is just kind of majority mastering like your body weight and the other one is a lot more about like the compound moves in the gym and really how to move functionally when you're training and how to really program yourself without injury without overdoing it a lot of the time people do that in the gym so those are the two kind of places that I really narrowed down because when you come and out of college, a lot of the time you've got so many options. You can go into the massage therapy, physiotherapy, calisthenics, CrossFit and um, powerlifting. You could do millions of options. And a lot of the time at the beginning, you just kind of have a look and see what takes your fancy. And uh, those are the two that I definitely fell in love with. They're definitely something that I am following that road down, you know. So hold on a second for all of us people that can barely pronounce what you just said there. Calisthenics what yeah what i've seen the videos so i i've seen what it is but please explain <laughs> what it is because <laughs> um, i look at it i look at it and i'm like there is no fucking way i'm able to do any yeah. of this <laughs> that's, what, that's what a lot of people think right that's really what a lot of people think but calisthenics really is like it's a form of strength training and um really what it is it's mastering your own body weight before you can hit like there's no point in trying to bench 150 kg if you can't do like a set of push-ups do you know what I mean without hurting your shoulder or without doing something properly so really what it is it's just a form of strength training and a variety of movements and exercises that um are basically all body weight related so with calisthenics I joined I found a guy called Luke Hand um, and he started the Irish Calisthenics Academy. Now, he only started doing calisthenics in about 2016. And then a couple of months later, he decided he's going to start teaching it. He took to it very well. And also when he looked around to find like other coaches and things to learn from, um, he couldn't really find that too many were them in Ireland. So he was like, you know what, I'm going to teach them myself or whatever. And that's when he opened um, the Irish Calisthenics Academy. And through his own um, trial and errors um, and the do's and don'ts, you know, he was able to establish a good um, little business for other people to learn from. So I thankfully found him and he really was is so good. Like, honestly, I learned so much from him. And it is just like being a kid. You're just like running around, like, you know, mastering your own body weight. It's a a bit about strength, a bit about mobility. And uh, yeah, him, him and Dylan um, were the two coaches that I started working with. And um, yeah, I have to say, without them, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't know those posts that you see me doing and stuff. I wouldn't really know what I was at, you know, like if I didn't have him, I'd be doing the same thing Luke probably did. All the trial and errors, wasting time, getting injuries, all that little stuff. Whereas now he's my coach for calisthenics and uh, yeah, I've learned so much from him. So when you break, break it down first, I, I, like you're walking into the gym for um, a calisthenics workout. 
and which sounds perfect for people in lockdown right now. They've no equipment. Like, is is it just? Are you spending like, for example, if you're doing a people know a strength training session, you know, three sets of ten, whatever it is, that that type of thing, and bit of chest, the squats, or whatever it is. Is it mm-hmm. sense of body weight, or is there more mobility flows, or, or what way does it work, and, and and how long would a session be? Yeah, so it's a really good way to learn how to control your body weight. I mean, you have the bars, and um, you have grip strength. We do handstands as well, and um, you know, your body has absolutely massive potential. And um, before you even go near machines, do you know what I mean? And um, in our warm-ups, we have quite a lot of animal flow movements. So it's quite primitive if you think of it like that. Like you're really bringing it back to that. So we have like your bear crawl, your your frog hops, your Spider-Man stretches, all these things that really just get your body moving. So there is um, a nice balance of strength and mobility there. And the way the classes are structured is that we kind of have three classes. And um, one of them would be like your fundamentals, which are your basics to help you be, uh, build a strong foundation, which is basically to reduce the risk of injury and help you progress faster and basically cut out the bullshit. And that would be just the likes of your push-ups, your pull-ups, your dips, hanging from the bar. And then another class would be handstand specific. So that's more about balance and flexibility. And there's two kind of classes for that. Beginners, literally people who, like Eric was saying, he looks at it and thinks, I wouldn't have a clue what to be at. Like, I think if I put my hands <laughs> on the floor, I'd fall over, you know. And then yeah. we have an intermediate class as well. So the environment is so positive and creative and supportive as well so there's not too much like in some industries can be a little bit competitive and you're comparing and things like that whereas with Luke and Dylan in those classes it's really really creative and supportive and it's really fun there's no egos and there's all levels all ages all walks of life so you know Eric you should come and try one sometime you know yeah look (laughs) well as well in fairness yeah, I always get done for challenges. I always <laughs> get done for challenges. Even last week as well with Connor on it, and I know you listened to the episode and Connor was saying about how positive people are who are involved in it. But there is a key factor of people who are who want to just learn and you've have, have a great attitude to just want to learn. But uh I um all I do is bicep curls for the girls, right? But how <laughs> how do you go about a handstand? Because I've been upside down in machines that fly and all that kind of crap. I've done done everything upside down. But what? How do you, like, the blood going to your head, how do you do it? I'm afraid of falling and breaking a toe first because long legs coming along this way. <laughs> like, like, I don't care how support. I want Luke and Dylan to be there either side of me to hold on to me in case oh, I fall. Right. Hell, I don't think they're going to be able to convince me to do a handstand. Well, listen, I mean, pre-COVID, we would have done our classes um, in Cool Mind there in fire gyms. And if you had been there then, they would have been either side of you making sure that you were looked after. <laughs> <laughs> now, unfortunately, I don't think they understand moved. the challenge they have of getting me to go upside down. Well, I can barely you know do what? a tumble in the swimming pool. Never mind. I think after, after this, uh, after this um, Eric, me and you should do a Zoom and I'll get you to do a few basics. We use the wall to support you and you're not going to not gonna have you fall over and break your neck around. Don't worry. <laughs> They'll take it easy. And if you're doing bicep curls for the girls, then that means you have a little bit of arm strength. So I've none of that them. either. I've none of that yeah. either. <laughs> I have nothing actually, really. <laughs> just, just bicep curls and push-ups is all. <laughs> I can I can run for hours and that's about it. Um, but yeah, okay. I'll accept your challenge. And uh, we'll, we'll keep track of that over the next few weeks and see see how long it takes me uh, to uh, oh. get to do a handstand. But, yeah, mothers. you know what? Even just doing a handstand and holding it against the wall and just like going from that as opposed to the kick up. Some people struggle just to get the little kick up and things like that. Like, yeah, it's really, I, 
it's a mental block a lot of the time. Like, you know, the fear of, of falling over and things like that, that really is something that you will lose over time. You'll just enjoy the atmosphere, you enjoy the training, you know. And quite like right now, um, with COVID, like you don't need a lot of equipment for calisthenics. So it can still be done at home. You know what I mean? It's very accessible. You just need your floor in your room and um you can do loads of little things like handstands, planche, elsit. You know, there's lots of little things that you can work on. So, you know, I encourage anyone out there to have a look at the Irish Calisthenics Academy on Instagram and uh, see see what's available for you to try at home. Have a practice, give them a tag. And then, you know, Luke is thinking of doing some online classes now. So that's where we'll be moving to for the foreseeable until, until you know, the COVID is gone. So, God knows when know, that's going to be. <laughs> it's a yeah. great opportunity. It's a great yeah. time to start, you know, because you can do it from your home. But all joking aside, it is for anyone listening as well. Like it is all bodyweight work. A lot of people say, and and some of our clients as well that we have coming through any given training day, they would say, "I've no equipment," and we're like, "That's absolutely fine." That we can, like Sean, Sean has a way of making a follow along workout with no equipment very, very painful for fifteen minutes. I don't know how he <laughs> That's does it. it. That's it. But it's, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely something I've seen you do. And it's been amazing to watch your progress online. And as you said, Irish Calisthenics Academy, uh, if you are listening, do give them a look up. Um, but so let's say you build your base. You've got a good, strong base. I can do one pull up, one half handstand. And I'm ready to go into this strength and conditioning side. You do a little bit of strength and conditioning because I've seen some of that online as well. Yeah, so the other side that I was saying, like I had the two paths that I had to go on, the other side would be um, the strength-based training side, and that is with a gym called New Era Coaching. So basically a little bit about them is that um, they their backstory is like they're a health and fitness-based uh, company that like to give people accessible and credible science-based information related to all things training, nutrition, and health. So pretty much they, the two lads, um, Alan Stewart and Graham Norton, have been in the industry for a long time. And, you know, they've seen how much, how would I put it, like how much rubbish is out there. And what they like to do is just provide people with the most accurate information that we can have there. So the the ever-growing social media platforms and the poor, unqualified um and often dangerous information that is put out there and is being consumed by the general public that has been like skyrocketed with all the social media platforms instagram all like the influencers things like that people mean well but like if you don't have the information to back it up then you are you know you could potentially cause harm to people and that's you know that's the last thing you want to do you know what I mean? You want to improve people's fitness and health. You don't want to you don't want to hurt anybody. So what they do is their aim is to um, provide for more credible sources of information and to bring out like a change in terms of how we participate with our health and our training. So like a scientific, a scientific approach that focuses on what works, not so much what gets the likes. And also, um, you know, their brand, New Era Coaching, represents a change in a way of thinking and um, they like to bring about a new era and try to spread the message free from deceit and lies of the social media pretty much and have it in a nice accessible manner so in what way have they changed your thinking on training um god so before i met um before i went and got consult with them i used to always see them training i'd watch them online and i'd just be like fascinated by them i think like they always knew what they were doing i could never figure out 
you know, how do they just make it look so easy? How do they do that or whatever? So after the first lockdown we had back in the start of 2020, I had lost a little bit of motivation. I was brand doing a bit of calisthenics at the start, but in terms of the strength, um, I didn't really have much equipment like barbell and things at home. So when I came back to work, I uh, had a chat with Alan and I just said, look, I want you to coach me. I want you to get me back on track. And I feel a bit lost and I just need a little bit of help. So when I had an assessment with him, you know, he could see that I had great mobility and good body control, but because I didn't have quite like consistent and uh, focused on getting stronger that I had a tendency to get a little bit injured and suffer some minor setbacks so I get a little bit of back pain and things like that so basically he just reduced the load that I used to train with and then addressed some of the technique issues and um, you know helped with some muscle activation and then when they were back on track we just gradually added back in the load over time and really it was just the more I trained the more I understood. Do you know what I mean? Like I was talking about the compound moves, really listening to the lads and figuring out how to. It's all about just focusing on the movement that you're doing. Do you know? Like you can't just go into the gym and bang out your squats without really concentrating on squeezing your glutes or tucking in your pelvis or these things that people might just think, oh, yeah, I just throw the bar on my back, sit down and get up again about 10 times, and that's grand. You could end up hurting yourself if you don't really. You have to mentally focus and put yourself in that moment as you're training, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And Sean, I know from training with you, it sounds like these guys are very much similar. Sean won't let me go running now without doing my glute activation exercises now. That's so, it, man, um, And then when I'm running, he has me thinking. Of, I'm thinking about my arse more now than I've ever thought about it in my life because of Sean. I don't take that as a good way or a bad way, Sean. But, you know. <laughs> you're welcome. We actually, like, we just did a video on this uh, this week. Uh, it was like Glute Bridges. Uh, and not, like, here's the thing, like you said, with Instagram exercises, there's nothing fancy about putting up a bodyweight Glute Bridge. You're like, you're not doing this for likes. You're not going to get much likes in this. But, like, you see people throwing in 10, 12 different running exercises that go Glute Bridge. And, like, right, shoot the hips up and down, look, like 90 going for 15 reps. You're yeah. like, oh my God, that is yeah. doing nothing. And if you no. throw a bar on that, the load and your core is doing nothing, you're gone. And you're like, let's, totally. let's break it down, you know, tuck your hips in, squeeze the glutes, slowly up as far as you can, watch your range of motion, down you go. But like we did that video there Thursday. I, I don't know why I didn't like, but it wasn't, I didn't do it for likes, I did it for a few people that were in our running group and would get good value out of it. But if you did yeah. everything based on, on just likes, you're doing the fancy exercises, the stupid um, exercise that, you, that you'd probably do just for that video and then the video's off these people don't do I mean, them yeah. exactly they don't do them at yeah. all um, yeah. so, like the train philosophy um, that the lads have is really simply put like move well first move often and then you will get seriously strong and a lot of that does require patience like people need to understand that you can't just go in and start um, lifting heavy you need to start from the very beginning address any issues that you might have and really like those are things that I learned from the lads so without that, you know, I wouldn't be training the way I am now. Do you know, like and Alan's my coach and that's why you, that's why Eric, you know, saw me training, uh, doing my exercise. So without him, you wouldn't have seen me and you wouldn't ask me to come on. So I have to give them a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you preach that, I suppose, for lack of a better word, to other people? Because they come in and go, I want to get strong. Do you, do you have a bit of resistance first? Like you see someone do a bench, you're like, you need to control that mo- that move for that motion first. For example, I wish eighteen year old Sean knew this. Is like take some stu- take some weight off that bar, slow down. Yeah. Control it. Do you have some fight back when you try to 
coach that to other people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like when I'm talking to any clients about things and they say, oh, this is what I want and this is my goals. I won't, you know, there would have been a time where I'd be like, yes, 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 I can give you that. But now having spent time and getting more experience and having, you know, learned so much, I would say, look, that's all well and good. And, you know, we might get you there in time. But the reality is I need to have a look and see what your movement is like. And we need to make sure that we can try and keep you training for as long as possible within a range where you're not getting injured and that we are slowly increasing you know you're slowly gradually building up from there and that might mean we need to scale it back and you know to be honest because I experienced that myself with Alan with my assessment and my training that's the the most that's the reason why I can really address that with other people now you know there's no point in trying to like talk talk if you haven't actually gone there and done it yourself so it makes so much more sense now and that's really what it's like in the industry the more you're there the more you're willing to learn the more you open your eyes to people and listen like you can't if you have too much of an ego and you think you know it all you kind of you're going to be left behind I imagine you're not really going to to progress as much so you need to be open to to seeing other people's perspectives and that's really what's gotten me um to where I am at the moment you know and it is very true as well I'm one of those if I go for a game of golf I want to be a professional golfer that day immediately if I go doing a triathlon I want the gold medal and when I'm on the bike and all the boys with the bellies are cycling past me and I'm like I get real annoyed with myself but (laughs) I think you do. I don't know whether it's just because we're Irish or like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we all need a reality check at some point when it comes to the training. Sean's had it at certain times. I've definitely been very humbled by endurance sports and surrounding myself with people who have, who are very humble about what they do. And you just have to be patient. And I think anyone, you might agree, Maria, or you you might disagree. I assume you will agree, but the, the patience you need if you're starting to try and lose weight, if you're starting to try and work on a weights program, if you're trying to gain weight or put on muscle mass, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen overnight. And no. probably in the first six months, you're going to fail a few times. You're going to lose Absolutely. the motivation. It's it's just going to happen. And you have to accept that that's part of the process as well. Do you 100%. notice that with a lot of your clients as well? And how, how do you keep them going? Yeah, definitely. I mean, more so for my own training like at the moment because of the COVID there's not a lot of the in-house training going on you get about two or three weeks of things are open again and then it's back to the Zoom so when you're, back <laughs> on the Zoom, you're just trying to you know when you're doing those you all go out licking food. windows and stuff get it oh, and back home. <laughs> yeah. cracking up there you know but yeah. um, definitely you know with myself I just think if you address any you know mobility issues um, or limitations especially this is what the lads focus on in new era coaching um. They make sure that you can like have a minimum standard of movement. And then after that, you want to consistently train about three days a week and um, lifting a little bit more each week and um, provided that your technique is, is safe and they're all going well. And then you get a little bit stronger over time and you get a bit fitter over time. And, you know, we track and measure what's important. We're not talking about like, oh, were you sore the next day? Yeah, that's what we want. We want you in bits. Like, no, like at the moment I'm training five days a week and I don't feel sore every day any time do you know what I mean and that's because I'm lifting well and moving well and it's definitely down to sleeping right eating right making sure you get your protein making sure you're getting your carbs in and it's still a learning curve for me you know what I mean everything that I'm speaking to you about today like I said I've gotten from other people and my own experience with it that's what's going to be great when we open book and um, back up again and the clients are back in with me in physical um in person one-to-one training 
I'll be able to provide them with so much more information and it won't just be me, you know, looking up something and trying to trying to grasp a hold of it or figure it out. It's like, no, I've been there. I've done that now. And I understand why it's so vital. Like, it's not just what you do in the gym. It's how you do everything in your life. You know what I mean? It's how you sleep, all the rest of it. So it really does improve overall, just generally your whole life and makes day-to-day tasks easier, especially as you're getting older and things like that. Just little things like reaching up for a high shelf, trying to get the washing at the bottom uh, the washing machine without hurting your back. All these little things, you know, it will stand to you as you go. And as a female, I'm so much more confident now. Uh, And the more you train, the less you focus on what your physical appearance is like. The more you just like love that feeling that you get. It just goes to the background, you know, because a lot of the time girls are like, oh, I want to look like that person on Instagram. They're all photoshopped. (laughs) They're all like, they're not real. You know, it's it's not. And they've never, none of them have ever been a before photo either. You know, like they've yeah. never been it. They've grown up with an APAC, you know, like that. that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, so um, that's that's one of the best things. So if there's anyone, any females and males, but just just because I'm a female and just to any of them out there that might feel like, you know, down or insecure or anything like that, don't sit around for too long wallowing just try and get up and get moving check out the lads there is new era coaching and new era women so there is a gym that's separate to the men so if you're a little bit uncomfortable training with um males as well there is another little separate part where it's just a female base as well which is actually the first one that they started and they also do like remote and satellite coaching so you could always try a trial package with them and try some online training as well like in these covid times yeah. it's you know there's no excuse not to try it and and have a look and um you know you could definitely get get some benefits even if yeah you and it's, it is a thing as well that you've kind of touched on as well that people who are feeling kind of down in themselves do you know exercise is not the fix all and end all for everything but it can definitely help and we can't say we understand myself and sean and we can't understand how difficult it is to be that down in yourself and um, because fortunately for us we've never we've never been there but mm-hmm. definitely we acknowledge that there's there's people out there that you know sport can help it really 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 can help there's other people uh, people out there as well that can help people get out of a row and I suppose for anyone who who has never been there, just be mindful as well. The people around them you know when you're telling someone, "Oh, just go for a run," or "Or just go train." Yeah. There's probably a lot more going on, and and like yeah. never judge anyone. And that's what me and Sean always do as well. When we're trying to encourage people training, you don't know the backstory, you don't know mm. where they're lo- where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. encourage people, you know. And yeah. I always well, I remember I seen I was actually I seen two kids. This is a horrible story, but um. I was out for one of my runs and I seen two kids. There was a, a larger woman going for a run and the two kids were slagging her for being so big going for a run. And I took the head of the two of them. Good. Delighted. Like, yeah, like, oh, they, yeah. Anyway, it, it's, it's just, I can't believe that that's a person that's trying to make a positive change in their life that's probably struggled with food. And it's just so hard to see, especially because we're looking at Instagram. Like you said, it does not help us. It doesn't help yeah. us to see everyone with an A-pack going around. It doesn't help me. I'm still jealous. I'm still say every year to this day, Sean, I'm going to get a six-pack for Christmas. Oh, the only six-pack I get is Heineken. That's that's about <laughs> it. It's, it. It is terrible to see the pressure that's being put on. We're slightly older and ahead of it, I can say, but we're still mm. involved in it. But I feel for the younger generations that are just seeing all this pressure, and we're part of the problem, but we try to do it in a nicer way that we're saying, you know, just make the right choices. And Sean's a big preacher of it. And I'm a big preacher of it. 
if if in a day you make 90% of the right choices, which are food, your rest, your training, and and who you are and how you treat people, you're gonna you're gonna succeed. You're gonna have that consistency yeah, you've talked absolutely. about. So it's it is a great thing to do. And look, it's been absolutely amazing to have you on. I always ask this question as a last little question. Have you any tips, as we've talked about, for the younger girls who might be coming behind you, who might be a little bit lost? Have you any um, little tips, tricks for them or advice for them? Yeah, don't be hard on yourself because you might look back in another two, three, four years and go, do you know what? I was great back then and I didn't believe it. And you can't get that time back. So just don't be hard on yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. Um, if you see somebody online or in person, like you said, doing something that, you know, first of all, might not be exact. They're trying, they're making the effort. And also, if you are uh, a new and up and coming trainer or anything like that, try not to, you know, put any damaging information out there. If you're not sure, don't put anything out at all. Um, that's what I do. I like to just make sure that I'm very accurate before I put something out there because I definitely don't want, to, first of all, to cause harm to anybody or get any criticism which is just another little bit of my own um insecurity which is always going to be in everybody because we are human but definitely for for younger girls out there you're all gorgeous you're all brilliant don't feel bad just just be kind and love yourselves because you have to love yourself you know <laughs> yeah and it is it is true and it's stuff we all struggle with as well so it's been absolutely amazing to have you on hopefully people listening um can gain some insight over the next couple of weeks they might get a good giggle out of me trying to do an L handstand over zoom with you but uh <laughs> we'll we'll hold that, that one <laughs> i love every time we get a guest i end up running a marathon in the antarctic i end up but <laughs> 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 well, look i'll take the handstand because at least it's here but uh in oh, the i cannot wait for that now yeah, be okay we'll see and uh hopefully we don't put the guys in irish calisthenics uh <laughs> to uh to shame but it's been absolutely amazing having you on uh i i think i speak for myself and sean thanks for sharing your story and how you got into it and just to echo what you said if if you are a young lady out there have confidence in yourself believe in yourself and be kind to each other um you know encourage each other and uh it's phenomenal to see what you've done um, and how far you've come from being so lost as you've said yourself um but well done on all you do and the very best of luck in the future and hopefully we can uh, have you on again in the future and we can we can keep talking and, and spreading a positive message about sport so thanks so much for being with us today thank you so much guys it was brilliant that would be great eric you had one job and one job only it's your friend your guest you didn't i they gave knowledge bombs throughout the whole thing we just talked about there for 10 minutes after hit the stop button and you didn't even get the girl's instagram for the, all oh, on. how you found oh. out about in the first place that's oh. your don't even try to put that on you know that's on you do the end so do it get, get it right i'm sitting back here go for it do it while you're in a handstand <laughs> so <Who speaks> <laughs> <laughs> he got nothing that's the first the episode no, no, do the hard way thing go for it, yeah, go for it. <laughs> just you shut your fucking mouth before it's <laughs> um, so Maria for all these young ladies out there who are looking to get in touch with you how can they find you online or where can they find you um, they can find me on Instagram at Maria underscore H fitness PT uh, very good so you have it there now, ladies, Sean. I'll leave the final outro to you. 
time for this to listen to this week's episode of the podcast. That's it for the three of us. Take care.